Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, you know how on this podcast, I always like to talk about how your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. Well, today, we're going to talk about the latter, about the relationships. And in the past, I've mentioned that relationships are the root of all business transactions. And that's a great tweetable. I'm going to say it again. Relationships are the root of all business transactions. And when I say this, I typically am referring to your clients and your partners and your community at large. But the other relationships that are even more critical these days are the relationships between employees. And if your business has co-founders, then this is one of the most important relationships in your company. It's a foundational relationship. So today we're going to deep dive into relationships and why they're so critical in a business, specifically relationships with co-founders. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to explain why that relationship between co-founders is so important. Secondly, I'm going to explain why relationships are so critical in business. And then in the last segment, I'm going to give you a little teaser about something special that's coming in our upcoming episodes. But first, I want to start with a story. So today's story is about co-founders and cupcakes. And it's a perfect example of how relationships really are the root of all business transactions. So a few years ago, I was at a networking event that was focused on women. And the keynote speakers were actually the cupcake girls, Heather White and Lori Joyce. Now, these two ladies founded their very first retail location, a store called Cupcakes in the West End of Vancouver. And I actually remember when that very first store went up. It was a really, really big deal back then. It was fantastic branding that they had. It was a prime location right on Denman Street. And the Cupcakes, well, they were pretty amazing. And I remember watching that store opening and thinking to myself, Wow, you know, that's really edgy to have an entire store dedicated only to cupcakes. Now, these days, cupcake stores are really, really common, and there's lots of different chains. But this was right at the beginning of the cupcake craze. This was in 2002. Now, I was really excited to see these two speaking at this event, obviously, because they were very successful entrepreneurs. They were also just starting out with a TV series that they had called The Cupcake Girls. And I also felt really connected to their story because I remember seeing them first start out with that very, very first store in the West End, really taking that big risk to dive in as first-time entrepreneurs. 
And so it was really amazing to see how far they'd come since then. And as it turns out, these ladies were not only fantastic entrepreneurs, they were also fantastic public speakers. They gave a great talk. They were so candid and so honest about what it was really like in those first years of business. They talked a lot about the mistakes that they made. They talked about the challenges that they faced when they first started out. And what particularly stuck out to me was the challenges that they faced as co-founders. You see, the two of them had been friends since they were 15 years old. And over the years, they had often talked about going into business with each other, as you often do with friends that you get along with. And they received a lot of advice over the years telling them, don't go into business with your best friend. In fact, if you've ever watched their show, and you can find these all online, you'll see in the intro that they share three simple rules of business. Rule number one, never start a business without a plan. Rule number two, don't go into a business that you know nothing about. And rule number three, well, never mix business with friendship. And they talked about how they broke all three rules. (laughs) So they they specifically talked about their personal relationship though and how it impacted their business in a positive way and in a negative way. You see, they both have very different personalities and as a result, very different strengths. And what I remembered most about their talk was about how their relationship as co-founders impacted their team. At one point, they had hired a coach and they did a personality test to find out exactly what their different personality types were. And once they did this, it had a huge impact on how they worked together. You see, they had developed a very unique way of talking to each other, almost like their own language, which some people might interpret as conflict. But for them, that was just how they were used to communicating. And once they did this assessment, they really started to realize the impact that they were having on their employees in the store because their tension, albeit playful and normal to them, was causing stress and tension with their team. You see, whenever you're a founder or co-founder, your personality and your relationships impact your business. It's the foundation of what type of business gets created, what values you have, and how you work together. So you might be perceiving it as a little bit of you know, verbal jousting, but employees might perceive it as actual conflict, and they might see this as a sign of instability. So the relationship of co-founders is so critical to the success of a business. And for the Cupcake Girls, well, once they started to realize the impact that they were having on their employees, well, they shifted that immediately and they were really conscious about how they treated each other. And I've often heard it said that a business partnership is more serious than a marriage because it's permanent. And I don't know if I fully agree with that or not, but If you're growing a really big business, then it can definitely be very significant and impact a lot of people. 
So I actually don't think that it is bad to go into business with a friend, with a partner, or with a family member. It definitely worked out well for the Cupcake Girls, but like all good things in life, it is definitely going to require a lot of work if you want it done right. So why are relationships so important in business? Well, because relationships are basically the glue that holds everything together. Without relationships, we'd just be a bunch of people doing a bunch of random odd jobs all day long until it was time to go home. It's your relationships that allow you to enjoy your time at work, to feel connected to others, to feel like you're part of something bigger and greater than yourself. And the best way to understand relationships in the workplace is to look at systems coaching and the third entity. So a system is a group of interdependent people with a common purpose or identity. So let me say that again. A system is a group of interdependent people with a common purpose or an identity. So examples of systems would be people working at the same company, could be the entire company, or it could be a team within the company. It could be a group of friends, a sports team, a club, or even a family. Now, the benefit of using the system's perspective to understand employees or people in a company is that it helps us to see things from this big picture view instead of getting caught up in the weeds and somewhat insignificant details. Now, the third entity is a term that we use to explain the relationship that exists between two or more people, which is always powerful and dynamic. So think of any relationship between two or more people Sometimes you will get along perfectly, and that means that your third entity is positive, but then sometimes you also might experience a little bit of conflict or get into a fight, and that means that your third entity will be strained or tense. So in my example earlier with the Cupcake Girls, in those early years, their third entity had conflict and a lot of disagreement. And this was causing tension with their employees. And once they started to work with a coach and observe what their third entity was or their relationship dynamic, then they got really conscious about how it impacted people and they started to change it. Have you ever walked into a meeting or group of people who are disagreeing with each other and you can just feel the tension in the air? You know that negative energy is just palpable. This is their third entity that you are reading. It is a very real thing and paying attention to it and observing it helps to take us outside of our own head and be completely conscious in a group setting to observe what is really going on. Now there is a third entity that exists between co-founders of a company. And the temperature of this third entity likely changes frequently throughout the day between all of these co-founders, just like it does with all other relationships in life. Sometimes there's a lot of synergy. Sometimes there's alignment. Sometimes there's conflict. Does everyone agree on everything all the time? Probably not. And that's okay. Sometimes there is conflict. Sometimes there is attention. And sometimes 
You just have to agree to disagree. The beauty of taking this systems approach is that when conflict happens, we understand that there's always intelligence within it. And by intelligence, I mean that the conflict is teaching us something that we need to know. And the system is evolving or changing. We don't view conflict as a problem, but rather a signal that the third entity is evolving or changing. So instead of looking at individuals to place blame for what is happening, we take a big picture perspective and we try to understand what is happening within the system. Now, I love this systems-based approach when I work with co-founders and teams because it's a powerful way to really focus on the relationship. So now that you understand systems theory, start to put it into practice when you see conflict in a relationship that you're in. Ask yourself, what is evolving? What is changing or trying to happen here? What is the intelligence that I can learn from this? Okay, so let's recap what we learned in this segment because I know we went through a few different concepts. So first off, relationships really are the glue that holds a company together. Our relationships allow us to enjoy our time at work, to feel connected to others, and to feel a part of something bigger than ourselves. The best way to understand relationships in the workplace is to look at the systems perspective. And a system is quite simply a group of interconnected people with a common purpose or identity. And the relationship that exists between two or more people is called the third entity. And it is very powerful and constantly changing. Learning how to observe the third entity in a relationship is a great way to observe what is really going on in a relationship rather than just finger pointing and blaming. So relationships really are critical in all business transactions. And I really wish that someone had taught me this years ago, you know, back when I was an employee, because no one ever did. And I mistakenly put all my time and attention on getting results doing what I was doing rather than thinking in terms of building relationships. And I think this is why I want to make sure that you guys really understand this and really see why relationships are so important. And I think I was good at building relationships with the people that I actually really liked, but for other people, people that I didn't naturally get along with, well, I didn't make any extra effort to get to know them better. And sadly, this doesn't work. All relationships matter. You have to invest in all of them, not just the easy ones, not just with the people that you get along with naturally. And this is why I love doing team development in companies, not just team building exercise, but actually facilitating development with teams so that they get to know each other better, so that they can work together better and get more done. When people understand everyone else's personalities, well, this is a great way for them to have practical tools to communicate to each other better. Because once you have these tools, then you can get so much more done. You see, the secret to making a company really successful is to have everyone aligned with the common objectives of the organization. 
Because what often happens is that we get really distracted with our own personal contribution. And it's not really our fault. You see, our current structure of an organization is designed to reward individual contribution, to encourage people to work in silos, to be lone wolves. And that doesn't do us any good because, you see, we have titles that tell us what roles to play in the company. We have job descriptions that tell us what we should and shouldn't do. And from this, we infer what we are and aren't responsible for. And so anything outside of that scope, well, that doesn't feel relevant to us. We think if we are all just focused on doing what is in our own to-do list, then the company will be successful. But when we focus on our individual goals, it really takes away from the overall objectives of the company. And this is completely our egos at play. We want to have an identity. We want to stand out from everyone else. Do you remember what our collective dharma is? You know, we've talked before about having an individual purpose that we're all meant to do in this lifetime. But we also have a collective dharma, a purpose, a single purpose that we're all meant to work on together while we're here. And it isn't to make more money and it isn't to bring forth some cutting edge technology. It is to recognize that we are all connected to each other and to focus on what we have in common rather than how we are separate. So when it comes to interacting with others at work, Focusing on building relationships really helps us to fulfill our collective dharma. This dharma of recognizing that we are all connected to each other, that we are essentially all one. And yoga is such a great place to remind us of this purpose within a business because remember the definition of yoga is union. And although we often mix it up in the West, we think about it as the union of mind, body, and spirit. The true, true Sanskrit definition of yoga is the union of individual consciousness with universal consciousness. And this helps us to remember that we are all connected to each other, especially in the workplace, in a company. So relationships really are at the core of your business. And the relationship between co-founders is absolutely critical because it is the foundation of everything else that happens in the company. This relationship that exists is called the third entity and it is impacting everyone else in the company all the time regardless of whether you want it to or not and regardless of whether you're conscious of it or not it just is. Okay, so now I want to give you a little teaser about what you're going to find out in the next couple episodes. So we've talked a lot today about the importance of relationships and specifically the relationship between co-founders. It is often the most important relationship in a company. So I thought it would be fun to sit down and talk to some co-founders and really find out from their perspective just what it is like to be running a business together with someone else. And I'm really grateful that a couple of my clients have agreed 
to join me on the podcast and talk about their relationship as co-founders. So I actually have two different sets of co-founders coming on the show, and I am really excited to bring you both of these interviews. And I don't want to spoil it too much for you, but I will say that I am joined by two very fantastic, dynamic groups of co-founders. And there's many different schools of thought as to what is the best combo for co-founders. Should they be similar personalities to minimize conflict? Or is it better to have complementary personalities with different strengths? Or is it to have similar values but different strengths? Well, tune in to the next episode and I'm going to answer this question for you. I'm going to help you solve this great mystery about what exactly makes the perfect combo for co-founders. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on co-founder relationships. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.